This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Muck Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Muck Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Muck Delivery just like Leicester City this season. So the only thing left to say is, you win, order now on the McDonald's app, and you can also get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants 18+. plus. Rewards registration required, points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This is Leicester Till I Die TV. Watch and subscribe on YouTube and listen on your podcast platform. Hi everybody, Jerry Taggart here. Now be sure to watch Chris and Leicester Till I Die TV by subscribing on YouTube and following them on social media for all the latest Leicester City news and information. Come on you foxes! Strap yourself in because we're set up, switched on and ready to go. Foxes fans, how the devil are you? And of course, football fans worldwide. Did that sound sincere? I'm no good at doing sincere. Good evening. It's a special show tonight, a little bit different. Um, and the guests we've got on are a little bit different too. So it also dovetails nicely into each other. Um, something we're looking at doing next season. So we're going to have a little play tonight and uh, see how it goes. And then hopefully it will um, be successful and we can do it the next season. This is Leicester Till I Die. We are on YouTube, Leicester Till I Die TV. Please, please give us a support and uh, click that subscribe 
subscribe button. We are on the Facebook Leicester Till I Die, the group. And if you're living in the Twitter sphere, we are on at Leicester TID. Good evening. It is Premier League predictions. Well, it's all going a little bit pear-shaped at the moment, isn't it? Um, we uh, struggled against Chelsea. I think you could always see that was coming. And Burnley at the moment are doing us no favours whatsoever. But what we're going to be doing is we're going to be looking ahead to um, Saturday's games. And we're going to talk through each game quickly and see what we think the outcome will be. Um, we'll go through it in alphabetical order. Like I say, it's a bit like Soccer Saturday here. I've got my panel with me. So what I'm going to do is if I can press the right buttons, which you know me, that never works for me. I suppose if you like, I'm the equivalent of Jeff Stelling, the, the good looking presenter that tries to keep everything together and usually fails. Um, <laughs> we've got Brad. I mean, you all know Brad, don't you? You, you do know he is, um, he he's with us from Leicester Till I Die TV. He's he's the Paul Merson of the panel, and uh, I I need to say no more. I need to say no more. Keen, um, or as I like to call him Wamba, and he'll know why. He's the Charlie Nicholas. Um, he's from a YouTube site Weekly Armchair Kickoff, and I say he's the Charlie Nicholas because you'll need uh, a translator and subtitles uh, when he starts talking. But uh, I'm sure he'll talk slowly so we can understand him. Everyone's going to leave me in a minute. And we've got Mel. Mel at the end there, a.k.a. Phil Thompson. Now, Mel's from Canada. Her well, YouTube site is Miss Melina. She, we have to feel sorry for her because she's an Arsenal fan. But she's probably got absolutely no idea who Phil Thompson is. But he is. Um, <laughs> she's passionate for a team like, like Phil Thompson is. I love it when Phil Thompson used to commentate on Liverpool games and, and they'd go behind. I suppose she brings the beauty to the show. She is the Rachel Riley. Of, of Leicester Till I Die. Uh, it's week 38, the last week um, on Saturday, or Sunday, sorry, week 38, and we're going to go through all the predictions. So let's bring them all in, and let's say, first of all, um, Bradders. Good evening, Brad. How the devil are you, sir? Good evening, Chris. I'm looking forward to this tonight. It's, it's something, you know, I enjoy. I'm a bit of a geek when it comes to this sort of stuff. I do enjoy it, so I'm looking forward to, to it. You are a geek, but you're Lester Till I Die's geek, aren't you? That's the yeah. thing, you know. <laughs> uh, I rely on you for a minute. Oh, talking about Rachel Riley, let's bring her in. Mel, good evening. You've no <laughs> idea who Rachel Riley is, have you? No clue whatsoever, but I'm just going to smile and act like I know what you're talking about. She is actually... I look forward you, to doing the You're more than welcome. It is, you know, we, I don't know if you remember over here, we used to have a prime minister called David Cameron. And he used to feel, he, he at one point had a, a policy that was hugger hoodie, which was sort of try and be friendly to people less fortunate than yourself. So we're just extending that to Arsenal fans <laughs> this season, you know. Oh. We, should, we should have a hug an Arsenal fan. Um, <laughs> and let's bring in, uh, he's only just finished work, bless him, and he's come straight on the show. So it's great that he's made the effort. Uh, Keen, good evening. Good evening, guys. How's it going? Very nice to meet Melina for the first time. Very nice, nice to be to back on um, Leicester Light Die. And um, look, absolutely glad to be here. 
So you've only met, you haven't met Melina before then? No, no, this is the first time. Oh, God. Good luck, mate. (laughs) (laughs) You'll need it. Hey, can you believe, guys, and anybody just for this one, but it's it's all over on Sunday. That's another season gone. I think that's a blessing for myself as I'm an Arsenal fan, so... <laughs> well, hey, you know what I love about Arsenal fans at the moment that we don't need to insult them because they just insult themselves. <laughs> but uh, I mean, it's not been a bad season for you, Keen, at Man United. Do you know what though? It's been a kind of a, it's been a mixed bag. Like obviously, look and you look at points tally improvement on last season. We got knocked out of the Champions League when we only needed one point to kind of get into the knockout stage. We're in, a, we're in a European final and this Wednesday. So it's an improvement on last year, but it could have been better. Yeah. And Brad, it's happening again, isn't it? I mean, um, we lost to Chelsea and to be honest with you, it was like, you know, it was like watching Zulu, the film, wasn't it? I mean, we just we should have put 11 on the goal line that were coming at us that often, but it's all it's all going wrong. Chelsea are the informed team at the moment. They are top of the form table. Uh, but Liverpool... They're ahead at Burnley at the moment. Oh, well, Burnley we had one it. job. <laughs> That's my exact answer. But, you know, I've been, I've been turned to that side of things in football. I've seen the light. I don't care. We'll come there. That's the lowest we can come this season. There's a lot of fans that would swap in a heartbeat where they are. Yeah. You know. This, this is it. Arsenal, Arsenal fans for one, Brad. <laughs> yeah. And I'm sure there's Spurs fans out there that, 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 that are still, like, coping and able and have all the hair supporting Spurs it must be stressful but I'm sure they'd rather swap with us there's a lot of teams that would envy our position yeah. regardless of where we finish and can I just again offer all my sympathies out to any Tottenham fan that's watching this evening uh, you've just lost to Aston Villa 2-1 <laughs> so anyway, let's, let's, uh, oh, I hope Tommy's not watching this. So it is week thirty. Yeah, it's week thirty-eight. Like I say, so the games we're going to be going through, as you see them there, it's Arsenal, Brighton, uh, Villa, Chelsea, Fulham, Newcastle, Leeds, West Brom, Leicester, Spurs, the big one, Liverpool, Crystal Palace, Man City, Everton, Sheffield United, Burnley. West Ham, Southampton and Wolves, Man United. And guys, I guess looking at that, because uh, they all kick off at four o'clock, the, t- the two games that I think is going to, everything's decided virtually apart from that fourth place. So it's going to be the Leicester uh, Spurs and the Liverpool Crystal Palace game that everybody's going to sort of be watching. Well, certainly Sky Sports, aren't they? It's yeah, also like, like what their season relies on for Liverpool, right? Um, it's it's um, re- literally make it or break it. Yeah, and Keane, you were gonna say? Yeah, like look, we I mean, look at Liverpool at the moment, they're beating Burnley one nil. So yeah. it's like it's literally going down now to the wire between Chelsea, Leicester, and Liverpool. Like Leicester, I think look, they've I think they've an easy game in their hands against Spurs. Like Spurs are falling apart. I think Leicester are massive, massive favourites going into that game. Chelsea playing Villa after beating Spurs as well tonight. Villa are gonna have confidence. So big games going into this weekend. Yeah. Right, well, let's let's uh, let's jump in live. Have you got your pen and paper ready there, Brad? He's going to make notes, so none of you can claim yeah, that you uh, said something that you didn't. Yeah, <laughs> and we're going to. And I'm sorry, Mel, but we've got to start. It is it is the first game that's yeah. on the list there, and it's 
Arsenal against um, Brighton at Hove Albion at the Emirates. And um, uh, Mel, it's a bit of a nosebleed time for you because you've uh, you, you're up to ninth at the moment. Yeah. So West Ham are one point above us as we speak right now. Um, and in terms of this game's being played at home, Chris, so with fans around, hopefully, you know, the better Arsenal turns up. Uh, is that too much to ask for? Apparently, yes, it is. Um, just getting straight into it, I'm going for a, a 2-1 Arsenal victory. I think we'll end the season off with another win. We've already won tonight against Crystal Palace. Um, and I think we'll go out there with uh, winning momentum. And I'd like to see Martinelli getting a start. It's a shame he's not getting much game time because Arteta doesn't seem to rate him. We have a novice manager and owners who don't care about our club. Definitely the opposite of the Foxes, but um, I'll go for a 2-1 Arsenal win. So you'll go for an Arsenal win, which in fairness isn't surprising. But I mean, I mean, basically, let's be honest with you, Arsenal can just come out in the 89th minute because they got all, virtually all their goals in the, well, certainly two goals in like the 91st and 93rd minute. And the other thing is, Brighton, um, it's now been announced that Denny Welbeck is not going to be able to play for Brighton. He is a key player for them, so I think that's a huge blowout for them. Um, mm. Brighton do have, you know, Lewis Dunk as well, but Denny Welbeck is, you know, he was he was one of our own at one point, but he's doing well for Brighton, so it's an advantage to us that he's out uh, and not able to play, but get well soon to him because he's injured. So a win for um, Mel there. Keen Brighton are mid-table on the form league. They're, they're in eleventh. They've they've had a couple of good uh, wins recently. Um, I mean, they beat they beat Man City on uh, uh, the other night. Um, well, last night wasn't it? <laughs> the other night, last night. So they're not to be taken lightly, are they? No, they, they, they play really good football under Graham Potter. And, and look, they, it's not the first time a Potter has beaten the bald man, is it? Like, so, like, I think when, when you look at it from, from that perspective, like, do you know, I think I think it, Arsenal do have kind of a, a tough game in their hands. That being said, I think Arsenal are home, first game back in front of fans at the Emirates in a long time. They'll want to win because if they don't, as we've seen at Spurs Stadium t- tonight, the boos were ringing massively. So I think Arsenal will win. It'll be 2-1, um, but it's going to be tight. Okay, and just looking, Arsenal's injuries, um, just like, uh, I haven't heard of Arthur, <laughs> Matthew Ryan's out, whoever he is, and Mourinho, you know what I'm like with opposition players, but um, so you're, what, what are you going for then, um, Keane? Are you going for a, a, an Arsenal-Brighton win or a draw? I'll go 2-1 Arsenal. So you're going for an Arsenal win as well. Wow. Okay. So Arsenal looking good at the moment, Mel. It, it's, a bit, it's a bit like your season. It's peaking very early here, isn't it? Brad, <laughs> go on. What, 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 what are you going to go for with this match? Both teams in form, realistically. Man City was a big scout, whether it's against 10 men or not. Brighton got the victory. Arsenal scored late goals. I see. I see a score draw and two all. If everybody's given their score mm. as well as which one they think is going to, which result, I'll go two two just to add it onto the list. I think it's going to be right. a great game. I, I'm, not, 
Yeah, I'm not doing scores because um, I haven't even That's thought about that. I'll just <laughs> draw or lose. But <laughs> I must admit, TM, what do you think there? Do you think it's going to be an Arsenal win or a Brighton win or a draw? Now, I am actually agreeing with you, Brad. And I know it's taken 37 weeks to get to this point where we actually agree. But I think it'll be a score draw as well. Um Arsenal have just had one of those, sorry about this, Mel, but Arsenal have had one of those seasons. And, you know, I, I wouldn't, if I, you know, if I've down to my last pound, I wouldn't put it on Arsenal to win a game at the moment because their form is so erratic. I mean, you know, if we look at it at the moment, they're up, they're up to ninth, which, you know, for Arsenal is obviously disappointing. That said, they're six in the form table, but I can't see... Um, I can't see past the draw for this one because Brighton are just hitting a nice vein of form and um, and, and I'm going to go a draw as well. And TM said it's going to be a draw. So two draws, two wins for uh, Arsenal on that one. Of course, it's the Man United fan who's going to say an Arsenal win. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's probably the only thing he'll agree with you all day. <laughs> <laughs> Now, uh, the next one here, it's Aston Villa against Chelsea, if that's going to work for me. And there we go. Um, Brad, I'll come to you first on this one. Um, nothing this to play for. Night. I mean, well, Chelsea, nothing to play for for Aston Villa. Um, but Chelsea obviously just want to confirm that that fourth place. Um Villa won tonight. They beat Tottenham 2 1. Thank you, Villa. Uh, who can you see coming out on top in that one? I did this this one's simple, mate. This one's gonna have my pure Leicester City biased on. Um Aston Villa beating Spurs shows me that they're not gonna go out with a whimper. Um I think they'd rather inadvertently help their Midlands rivals than see another team make the top four that isn't the regular. So I'm being optimistic through yeah. Villa is, is what I'm going for. I'm going for a home win, mate. You're going for a home win. Keen Jack Grealish was back today. Um that obviously makes a difference. They've not did it didn't win, I don't think, one without him, but he's come back. Uh, can you see Villa doing doing Leicester a favour? I can see him doing doing them a favour in some respect. Um I go and nil little draw. Wow. Okay. That's. Not, I don't think that would be good enough for. Um. It might, it might be because that would give Chelsea sixty-eight, and if we can beat Tottenham, give us sixty-nine. I'm, I'm more nervous for this than I am the uh, the, the FA Cup final. I'll be honest with you, Mel. Come on then. Um, Aston Villa, Chelsea. Which way are you going? Well, Chelsea are. I mean, Chelsea are top of the form table at the moment. I'm actually going to go for a home win for Villa just because fans are back in the stadium with Grealish back and he did start today. I feel like, you know, he's going to want to pick up the face and with fans back, you know, the atmosphere and the whole environment, I think it's going to be a Villa win. I'm going to go for a 2-1 Aston Villa. So, um, I'm sorry, Keen, remind me what you went for, sorry. Uh, Nil-nil draw. Oh, you went for a draw. Went for a draw. Well, I, again, I again, I'm totally agreeing with Brad here. I, I, I've got to go for a Villa win, you know, in 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 the hope that you know whether there can be a miracle. And if there's a club that can do miracles, uh, it's Leicester. To be honest with you, so Villa, do us a favour. Um, 
you up to 11th. It will be difficult because, like I say, Chelsea, if they, if, if the Chelsea that turn up the other night against Leicester turn up, I, I pity anybody, to be honest with you. So, um, but I've got, I've got to go for, for a Leicester win as well. And uh, it is 11th, well, 11th against third. So that, that could be interesting. TM, um, who, I'm not sure. Who do you support, TM? Um, he said they won because we gave them a lovely own goal. So I'm presuming you might be a Spurs fan. Ooh. And if you are, see you oh, on wow. Sunday. The goals of the season. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Keen. It was, it was one of the goals of the season. Was it? <laughs> I did, I've not seen it yet. I'm going to watch match of the day later. Right, Fulham versus Newcastle. Keen, let's come to you first. This is 18th against 15th. Uh, Fulham, well, we know they're down. I mean, there's nothing to play for at the bottom there. Um, and they, uh, Newcastle, well, they beat Sheffield United, which is no... Uh, it's no form guy because everybody can beat Sheffield United, probably even Arsenal, to be honest with you. But <laughs> they are on a bit of a good run at the moment, Newcastle, aren't they? Yeah, Newcastle are they picked up results in recent weeks to keep them up for a long time. It looked like they were going to go down. So, fair play to Steve Bruce for picking up a couple of results. Um, while going away, win. Um, I think Newcastle, um, Willock is playing really well for him. St. Maximum is hitting form again. So, yeah, Newcastle win. Um, I feel sorry for Scott Parker because like, I think he's a really nice bloke and just just pity Fulham haven't been good enough this season. That's true. Mel, can you see anything other than a Newcastle win? Actually, no. Realistically, considering Joe Willock, you know, one of our ex-players, he's doing so well with them and with um, St. Maximum. Also with them, I think it's, um, it's already set in stone that this is going to be a Newcastle win. Yes. Um, I don't know what's happening with the ticket tape across the bottom there, but um, Joe Wilcock, I mean, he's, he's been um, a revelation for Newcastle. Is he going to come back into the Arsenal side next year? No, I don't think we're taking him back. I think he's, you know, he's better off getting more game time at Newcastle. I don't see him, you know, getting starts at Arsenal. So why would he come back to us when he's just going to get benched? Might as well get some yeah. more game time starts and goals, you know, at Newcastle and suit their style of play. So we've got two away wins here. Brad, are you going to break the uh, break the run? No, no, I'm not, unfortunately. A um, few people that have, you know, when this has been poised about rating the seasons and whatnot on, on this podcast and other, on, on other shows and other people's shows I've done, didn't rate Scott Parker, didn't rate Fulham. Newcastle in form, I can only see one winner. This one might be one of them end of game seasons where it pans out the way you expect it. I've I've got an away win and a comfortable one for Newcastle, I think as well. Right, I've got to say apologies. What is it with London uh, teams and their fans? Even TMZ saying rubbish Spurs she support. So Ars Arsenal and Spurs actually got something in common now. They both think the teams are rubbish. You never thought that would happen, did we? I'm going to be a bit controversial here because I, do, I think it'll be a, a boring game. I think it'll be a draw. I just think, oh. you know, um, I like Scott Parker. Um, I think he's been unlucky this season. The, the I mean, it's difficult because the investment hasn't been there, um, but he hasn't really sort of gone mad and, uh, and sort of spent loads of money because, uh, you know, which I can understand and, and it's sensible. But... Uh, 
I don't know. I just I, I can't. You can't rely on Steve Bruce to carry on doing well week in week out, can you? You know. You know. At some point, Steve Bruce is going to make a mess of it. So I'm actually going to go for a, a, a draw for that one. Uh, it's still it's still one nil to Liverpool, by the way. Uh, that's the one I am keeping my eyes on. Come on, Burnley. Yeah. Come on. Right. So next up, um, we it's Ellen Road, and we are going to be looking at Leeds versus West Bromwich Albion. Uh, Leeds probably is the, the the surprise package of the season. They've done really well. A manager that that if truth is or rumours are to be believed, is going to be in in demand. Uh, against uh, uh, an Albion side who I think they were down from the moment they they, they, they brought in uh, Big Sam, to be honest with you. Um, I think the sacking of the previous manager when they did was disgusting. Uh, I'm not sorry to see them go because of that. And I know we all sack managers, but I just don't think he was given a chance. Uh, but yeah, it, and Leeds, to be honest with you, it's nice to have... Another club here in Leeds that can be, you can call them a big club because of what they have sort of done before. Uh, and it's nice to have them back. So let's start with you, Mel. Uh, Leeds in 10th, West Bromwich Albion already down in 19th. Looking at the form wise, uh, Leeds are third in the table, third in the form table at the moment. And of course, West Brom. Same as their league position, nine, uh, 19th in the league table. So how do you see this one going? Um, for me, it's a no-brainer with Rafinha, you know, back in full form. They also have Harrison um, and um, Bamford. Bamford done well this week, you know, in their match this week. So for me, it's a no-brainer. I'm going to go for a Leeds win. I'm actually going to be a bit more confident and go for a Leeds clean sheet. I'll go for a 2-0 to Leeds. I can't see West Brom doing anything. They also have nothing really to play for. And um, a bit like Arsenal, you know, nothing to play for. But um, their situation is a lot worse than us. They've already been, you know, relegated. So, um, for me, Leeds have got that one in the bag. Kane, do you agree? Do you know what? I'm going to go with a draw in this game. I'll go score draw. Um I think simply because, like, look, both teams don't really have anything to play for. Like, look, with mm. with Arsenal winning tonight, I think Leeds can't overtake them, really. I don't think that's going to happen. Um, and you just look at kind of other things as well, like West, West Brom, their last ever game, the Premier League this season. They want to, they want to go out on the high and play well against West Ham tonight. So, um, yeah, I'll, I'll go a draw. Um, I think it, it'll shock, shock a lot of people because Leeds will be heavily fancy to win mm. that game. In fact, if Leeds were to win that, they could actually go a point above Arsenal if Arsenal were to lose their game. So, But like you say, it's one of those mid-table... I know there's a few million, isn't there, Brad, on each position in the, in the Premier League, but you know it is us, Chelsea and Liverpool that people are going to be concentrating on. But how, how do you see that one working out? Um, I've, I, I reckon the psychological advantage you've seen, you've seen with results today um, and the effort currently shown by West Brom in their home game this season and how good, and let's face it, as much as like, I don't like to say how good Chelsea were, I think home advantage is where all everybody's going to put 110% into their performance. They're going to find that extra 10% from the crowd. And I just think... And in any normal circumstances, I go with a draw, but I, I, I think Leeds will have it 2-0. I think West Brom are going to, yeah. you know, 
put all their effort into this home game and they're not going to be bothered about the next one. So, yeah, no. Leeds for a home win. I must admit, this is, this is getting really scary, Brad, you and me, because we're just, we're just agreeing on everything here. But <laughs> I, I think the crowds coming back is going to make a difference to certain teams. And this is Leeds' first game in the Premier League where they are going to have the fans... You know, because last time the fans were in, Leeds were in the championship. So I think they're going to want to go out and do well for, you know, because of that reason, for the fans, go out on a high. They've had an amazing season. They've been the Sheffield United of this year. Uh, I like Bielsa as a manager. I don't know how he can ever keep in that position when he watches the game. Now, sort of crouch down on the uh, on the touchline for as long as he does. But um, <laughs> whether he's doing a Gary Lineker on the pitch, I don't know. But uh, but yeah, I'm going to go for a Leeds a Leeds home win, um, and I think it's because the crowds are there. I think you know, I, I see, I can't see them letting that go. And Bielsa will want to do it for the fans as well because they love him and he loves them. And uh, I think. Uh, I think that's uh, that's what it will be. So, oh well, this is. Let's be honest with you. We need a drum roll here. Did you hear that? That was uh, that was. <laughs> I was as close to a drum roll as I could get. I didn't have time to do any sound effects, guys. But it is the big one. I mean, this is the 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 game that we've been waiting for all season, really. Um, and that is, of course. And I'm going to come to the Leicester fan first, not me, the other Leicester fan. It's Leicester versus Tottenham Hotspur, um, all to play for. Um, that said, we've got we're guaranteed Europa League, whatever happens. Tottenham, they're guaranteed nothing. Well, they're guaranteed mid-table, I think, but they might be in the Europa Conference League. I'm not sure with Tottenham. And form-wise, uh, we're actually down in seventh for form-wise. Uh, and I just can't even find Tottenham. That's how low down they are. Um, Brad, where are Tottenham on the form guide? They're literally, oh no, in fact, Spurs are in fifth. They're above us on the form guide. But they lost they're tonight really to Villa. Ballers. Yeah, do, do you know what? The Spurs have been fantastic, in my opinion, all season. Just keep cocking things up, left, right and centre. So, you know what? Just as Aston Villa going counter-attack against Chelsea and make it 3-1 like I predicted today, Leicester will be laughing and wrapping up a 4-0 confident home victory. A Spurs season ends in perfect misery. (laughs) That would be the icing on the cake, wouldn't it? Yeah, that's what I'm going for. That's that's my bold prediction for this one. I've gone four 0 Leicester <laughs> for a very convincing home The funny thing is, Keen, we we never had this rivalry with Tottenham until we had the the title winning year, and uh, it, it's kind of it is there now all the time. And they 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 have Brad summed it up that they they it has been a season of cock ups for them, hasn't it? You know, along so with a few other. So it is game over there now. Pretty ah, much right. Uh, we will have a look at the end what that actually means to uh to, to the table but but yeah keen we you know and that they, they they sacked Mourinho um the, you know the new guy in charge Ryan Mason he's never been manager before but he's he's not done too bad just remember that I can mute you if it doesn't go the way I like it but what are you going to go for <laughs> spars are going to be spars aren't they like let, let's face it, like they're under pressure to like 
get Europa, Europa League at like you know West Ham. They have to try to catch West Ham Sunday. I think West Ham will have something to prove going into their game. So for me, I think Leicester win this game three uh, three one. Um, I think that they'll win. I think they'll get their tails up. And whether it's going to be enough for to get Champions League, we don't know. But I do think Leicester do finish this season on a high. All I'd recommend is just before you start the game, just get a big Alex Ferguson on the big screen in the dressing room before the game and just get him to say, lads, it's Tottenham. Leicester are getting the result there. The other option, of course, is to get uh, Kevin Keegan and play his, uh, I would love it. <laughs> I would love it if we could beat them. Love we it. You know, that we... worked out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, that, that's the problem. Now, this is going to be interesting. I'm asking a Arsenal fan here if she's going to predict a Tottenham win. <laughs> and uh, I don't think I'll, I'll, I will ever see that. But, um, <laughs> but and remember, remember, Mel, you are an honorary fox now. But all joking aside, um, what are you going to go for for this one? I'm actually going to go for a King Power home win. I think, you know, you guys are playing at home with fans and I actually think it's going to be Nacho time all over again, which is going to be brilliant to see. You know, I really love him as a player, uh, to the men's as well, quality. Mm. Um, and I think Spurs are going to bottle it yet again. Just because, you know, with Harry Kane wanting to leave, I feel like Spurs, you know, they're overhyped. Um, I know there's Spurs fan watching in the chat, but they're overhyped. And I feel like um, with them digging away, with no none of their fans or not much of their fans, uh, to be seen. I feel like it's going to be a comfortable Leicester win. I'm actually going to go for a 3-1 to Leicester City. It would be great that um, the problem is it doesn't look like it's going to be in our hands. Even if we even if we win it, we are relying yeah. on 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 other teams to sort of do us do us favors. Uh, yeah. um, it's fourth versus seventh. They've dropped down one this season. Um, they don't have a manager, like I say, in at the moment. Um, Kane likes to score against us, though. Um, and this could be his last game for Tottenham, which worries me a little bit um, because he, he could want to go out on a on a high. Uh, however, we're going to... I'm struggling with this one because, however, we've got the fans in. And that's going to make, a, a, like I say, with Leeds, it makes a difference. I think it will make a difference with Leicester as well. Um, we're going to be par- hopefully par- par- parading the cup at some point. So, that, you know, th- there's that that we are sort of on on, on a, uh, a high from. I, I am Just worried about this win. game. Just say <laughs> home win. <laughs> I want to say a home win so much. He doesn't want to my, my heart is saying a home win, but my 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 draws, my, my head is so keep my draws out of this. My head is saying a draw, unfortunately. Um it depends which Leicester turn up. And we've said we can say that about any team. We've we've seen the Leicester that that would go out and beat Man City 5-2, um, play West Brom off the pitch. And then we've seen the Leicester that, that turned up against Chelsea. But I've got to go for a home win. I'm sorry. I'm going to go oh. off the fence. I've got I've got splinters in my bottom. So it's time for me to climb off that fence and uh, and move over. And uh, <laughs> TM here, not a Kane fan, not a Kane fan. Uh, he can go. 
<laughs> Goodbye, Harry. Uh, as, I, as I said on, uh, on I think it was the, the um, it might have been uh, one of your channels, Kane. That, uh, in fact, I believe it was that um, Kane will come to Leicester because he wants to win trophies. <laughs> yeah. Anywhere he kind of goes, I think his next move. I reckon. Look, he was at Leicester before on loan. That connection is there, but yeah, yeah. Manchester City. Yeah, that's where he's going. That's where he's going. Yeah, he won't. He won't come to Leicester. I know that as as much as uh, I, 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 I'd love it. I'm back again with Kevin Keegan. I'd love it if he came to Leicester. Love it, but I don't. I I, I don't think he will. No, like you say. So. Um, Right now, then uh, the 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 game then that will also have an effect on on our season, guys. Moving down one, and it's going to be interesting to see what Kane says. It's Liverpool hosting Crystal Palaces. Uh, it's uh, Roy's last game for Crystal Palace. Um, uh, a bit of a funny funny side, Palace, because they're sort of just happy to sort of be mid-table. The rumours are Frank's coming in. I don't know if that's been confirmed yet. Arsenal have just put 3-1 past them. You know, I just I just can't see Roy motivating them at all. It's, it's, like, it's like your favourite granddad. It's like he, he should be on the Werther's advert, shouldn't he? And, you know, a little sweet. So he's... Kane, let's come to you first. Sorry, Kane. Kane, because <laughs> we're talking about Tottenham. So you should be called. You should be called Wamba. I couldn't mess that up with anything, could I? But Kane, <laughs> Liverpool Palace. Uh, obviously, Liverpool. Well, I've written down fourth, but unfortunately, they're in third now. Um, Palace in thirteenth. Which way do you see this going? Um, I'm going to go on a way win. I'm I'm going to go Crystal Palace to wow. win win wow. on Sunday. Uh, we're going to go Cristambul part two. Let's see it happen. Let's make it happen. <laughs> Spoken like a true Man United fan. Yeah. <laughs> what can I say? <laughs> well, hey, mate, I tell you what, if, if that, uh, I don't know whereabouts you are, but if that comes true, I will find you and come and buy you a pint. I'll tell you. <laughs> if, if Crystal Palace getting away win. Now I know I know Mel Mel's in Canada, so I'm not, I can't come to you, Mel. That's too expensive, you know. Well what um what are you uh, what are your thoughts? Um I'm actually, you know, I hate to say this and I really want them to bottle it. I can't stand them and I can't stand their fan base, but I feel like it's gonna be a home win. And um, also the fact that Mo Salah is chasing the golden boot with up against Harry Kane, um, as well as, you know, Liverpool are pushing to get that Champions League footy. I think it's going to be, you know, it'll be a tough game, but I can see a Liverpool win. I'm going for a 2-1 Liverpool, unfortunately. I hate to say it, though. Oh, Mel, I used to like you, you know. You know. <laughs> know I'm going to... I'm going to stop referring to you as uh, Rachel Riley and call you Bella Emberg, and I'll let you. I'll let you Google both of them after the end of the show, and you'll see. Um, Brad, go on. Um, yeah, the last two games that they've played in, I've defiantly tried to jinx it by saying the other team would win, and then Allison and it looks like Sean Dyche couldn't, you know, wanted to prevent that happening. So I think. Ben Teke Dino will continue to score like he has been doing for Palace this season. But unfortunately, unless it's going to be reverse psychology working, I see a, a home win for Liverpool. I think it'll be a high-scoring game. Maybe like a 4-2 or something daft like that. It'll be one of mm. them scorelines. But 
I just see Liverpool winning, I'm afraid. Unfortunately, again, yeah, I, I can't I can't see past the Liverpool win. They had the blip. They've come back, you know. We, it, we you know we're looking at more like the Liverpool from last season. Uh, Allison, I mean, I, I hate the guy. <laughs> no, I don't, no. I, I'm actually quite pleased for him because he's had a really bad year with his dad dying and everything. So I mean, it was a great end, and and we love those moments. If he wasn't so effective on Leicester, we love those moments when they happen. Um, but yeah, I can't. And, and at Liverpool will know that if they win they will guarantee themselves Champions League football because yeah. they won't know necessarily what's going on in the, in the Leicester game. So, I've, unfortunately, I've got to agree again with Brad. This is getting this is getting weird. Um, I've got to go for a Liverpool home win. But I really, really, really hope Keane is correct. And uh, I can say there's a pint on it for you, Keane. <laughs> Mel, let's come to you first with this one. Um, it's first versus eighth. Um, they lost. Uh, they won today. They beat Wolves, but everybody seems to be beating Wolves at the moment. Uh, at Everton, but um, Man City are Man City. Um, they're there, but they've got a Champions League final on the horizon. How do you see this going? Um. Well, I mean, speaking of today's result, Everton has been shocking at home this season. Um, it's been a long time since they lost one at home, other than today. Um, for me, it's it's gonna be tough, but I feel like Everton are gonna turn it around, and I'm going for an Everton win. Wow. Yeah, I'm going for an Everton win just because I feel like Dominic Calvert Lewin will want to improve and prove himself. You know, he hasn't turned up the last two fixtures for them, and I feel like mm. um, he'll turn up along with uh, Sigurdsson. And Coleman, I feel like they're good. They're good players, set pieces as well. And Calvert Lewin is on penalties, so I feel like that can be a good game. I also think you know Pep always is, is going to play Pep Roulette, considering they have the Champions League um, to fight for as well. So their main focus is that. And I'm going for a two-one Everton. Right, Brad. Um, I think it's perfectly set up for Man City to play their reserves. Well, reserves, I'll use that phrase lightly, because of the Champions League final, they've got nothing to play for. And I could be wrong, but given Spurs' result and Everton's result, they can still cap Spurs. I think Everton would be going all out for this to get into Europe or some form of Europe. They can still do that, I believe. So I'm actually going to agree with Mel and say Everton sneak this one. Squeaky late goal. Squeaky in a late goal. Performance. <laughs> um, this is going to be interesting. The Man United fan, are you going for a Man City win? No. I'm not. <laughs> I, um... I love the, can I just say, I love the dramatic X-Factor type pause there to actually make us think, well, you might do it. Well so done, I was going to, but then I was like, you know what? My, my Man United head wouldn't need me do it. Um, I'll go a score <laughs> draw. Um, I think, look, as Brad said, I use the word reserves quite lightly. Um, like, Ferran Torres is a reserve player and he scored a hat-trick the other day, yeah. so... Yeah. Do you know what I mean? That's just absolutely ridiculous. So I go a score draw. Um, and actually, I'll throw the caveat in there. I'll go shame, my fellow countryman, Seamus Coleman, to get a goal. Now, again, um, for me, I think, yeah, you're right. It is totally, totally set up to uh, be a 
B team, shall we say, for Man City rather than than reserves. I'd like to have sort of half of their reserves. But I think, you know, those that are playing, I think will still be their mind on the Champions League. You know, if I go in for that tackle, will I get injured? Will I miss the Champions League? You know, this is the one thing that Manchester City have wanted. This is why the owners brought Pep in. They want that Champions League. And I... I don't think Everton will have enough because I mean Ever- Everton are sort of ninth in the in the, in the table in the form table, and they've sort of won three, lost two, drawn one. But they're just the form is so erratic, but they can turn up sometimes. I'm going to go for a draw as well um, because I say I think the team that Man that Man City put out will help Everton, but is they even uh, we've all said even Man City's. You know, second string is better than Arsenal's first. Oh, sorry, anybody's first. I meant to say there, not Arsenal's. <laughs> it was it was the fact that it started with an A. That's what uh, that's what fooled me. Uh, <laughs> Mel, come on, it's, it's it's been a long time coming. This as you know, you'll be back next season. Um, but uh, right, so um, bottom against. Well, fourth from bottom, this one, it's probably going to have nil-nil written all over it. But uh, Sheffield United, in their last game of the uh, Premier League season, they'll be down in the Championship next year. Um, Burnley, 17th, nothing really to play for. They're going to stay up for another season. Uh, Brad, how do you see this one going? Right, you need to get out of my head, mate, because as you know, I'm noting this down as we go along so we can see how we do at the end of this. And... I've, I know it's not anything to do with how we're predicting it, but I've been writing down some scores when they've been said. And just before you finish saying that, I filled mine in and I got nil-nil because I was just about to come out here and say this has got end of season nil-nil written all over yeah. it, hasn't it? It really has. What's that meatloaf song? You took the words right out of my mouth. <laughs> when I was doing the music afterwards, it was because you were oh. spinning my brain for nil-nil. Yeah. <laughs> that, that end of season... Drab, and it will sum up both their seasons per- perfectly, in a sense, for how they can be at times playing football. Yeah, I, I just, I, I agree with you, um, Mel. Can you see anything exciting happening in this no, game apart from maybe the refreshments at halftime? <laughs> <laughs> I think it's going to be a snooze fest. I can't see anything. Both teams are woeful and make us look good, and that's saying a lot. So. Um, I say uh, nil-nil all over it. Um, I can't see a result happening for either team. No, no. Um, just awful in form, too. Yeah, yeah. I, I feel sorry for Sheffield United, Keem, because I, I, I've said this before, no disrespect, because I don't, I don't particularly class Leicester as a, as a big team. So when, when you get these... What if you like smaller teams, but like the Sheffield United, like the Leeds, I haven't been having much success recently, come up and like Sheffield United did last year, I love to see that. I love now the West Brom had this stayed up, you know, the Fulhams. I'd love to see Newcastle go down. Not that I've got particularly anything against Newcastle, but just it's good to see sometimes the big clubs go down and the little ones sort of stay up. And I'm they've got it's got to be the shock of the season, hasn't it? Where you know Sheffield United from last season, it's almost as big a shock as Leicester avoiding relegation and going on to win the, the league the following season. Sheffield United have sort of done it in reverse. Can you see anything exciting in this game? Do you know what? I'm going to be wild here. I'm going to go three all. 
Bloody oh, hell. Dean, wow. what? I'm going to be wild hell? here. Because all what? these games, the time everyone says this is going to be a nil-nil, this is going to be boring, they usually develop some entertainment, so I'm going to be wild and go a 3 odd score draw. I don't think either of these teams have really got three in a game all season, <laughs> have they? <laughs> it God, would God. make Sod's so Law, wouldn't it, though? would make Sod's so Law, wouldn't it? <laughs> yeah, I do what, Keen? I want to be your bookie. I really do, because uh, I'm going to check the odds on that one. Three, oh, well. I'll check it on Paddy Power now. Check it. Check it on good old Paddy Power. Check it and see what that is, because, my God, if that's a three, oh, bloody hell. Um, but I think we've all, we've all gone for the draw here. I, well, you know what I'm going to go for from what I said at the start. I can't say anything other than than a draw. Uh, I can't see it being three all in honesty, but um, yeah, I just think it literally is one of those bottom of the table clashes, nothing to play for. Uh, I personally can't see there being six goals, but King, whatever whatever you're drinking, I'll have a pint of it. I, I, I have I have the odds. I have the odds. It's 50 to right. 1 on Paddy Power. Oh, you got to put a quid Go put a quid on it if you can. To be honest with you, I, I'm actually tempted now. I'm actually tempted to go and do that at fifty to one. Keen, please do it for me because I'd love to, I'd love to speak to you next time. And you go, Chris, got me money. Yeah, I'd, love, I'd love that. And I'm not, I'm not saying Man United fans are ever ever over over optimistic at all, but yeah, I'd love to. Uh, I'd love to see that. Right. Well, I'm in shock now. Um, <laughs> I don't know what we can say after that. We'll move on. Uh, we'll move on to the last but one game here. Uh, West Ham United against Southampton. Southampton have um, had a bit of a funny season. They've struggled. They got the customary annual nine nil beating. This time it was Man United. Uh, Keen, you you remember and love that. Uh, West Ham, another shock team this season because again, a bit like a Leicester, we're really struggling last year. I didn't think Moyes was going to do it, and when West Ham beat us at the start of the season, I thought, "What the hell's going on?" And now we look back at it, I don't think it was that. You know, looking where West Ham are, um, I don't think it's particularly was it was, was as bad a result as we first thought. But while he's on a high here, um, we'll stick with Keane. Because he'll probably go for eight all for this one, but um, what, what, what are you going to go for? Uh, what are you going to go for, Keane? I'll go um, a two-one West Ham win. Um, look, I think they're still fighting for Europa League places. Um, so I think look, it'd be great to see them play in Europe next year with their fans back. And um, Jesse mm. Lingard's playing fantastically well. And um, for West Ham, it's great to see him kind of come back and revive his career. Very good footballer. Have a lot yeah. of admiration for him, and. Um, could potentially be Danny Ings last game for Southampton as well so maybe he gets on the score sheet as well for his swan song not West Ham sorry Southampton Danny Ings last game for Southampton Um, so yeah he'd probably get a goal too Uh, so that was that was a a home win for West Ham though you're going for yeah yeah Mel do you agree with your Man United counterpart I I hate to say it but yes I do agree with my Man United counterpart on the panel here um, but I'm going to say, sorry, um, no, to say, I do feel a little bit like the United Nations here. Maybe I should go over to the Middle East here because if I can bring a Man United and, a, and an Arsenal fan together, I can, I can, I can do anything. But, uh, but carry on, Mel. Sorry, carry on. Um, I actually, I'm going for a two-one uh, West Ham just because they're playing at at home, and um, Antonio's also been really good on form. 
Uh, Kufel yeah. is also a good player, and Susek got on the score sheet today after his own goal um, incident happened earlier. Um, I think West Ham, you know, they really want European football. We couldn't do it, so they'll do the job for us. Brad, are you going to be three out of three? No, I'm not. I'm I'm going for a draw. It's, it would just be like the anticlimactic end in a way that because I I mean I don't know the West Brom West Ham score at the moment. I know four points makes it for them, and West Ham have a habit of blowing it at the end as well as a certain. It's one one all at the moment, Brad. Yeah, they need four points to guarantee it. Results could work in their favour, and they could draw and still get it. And it'd kind of be West Ham logic and uh, just to end up drawing this game and, and, and leaving it nervously on other teams instead of getting the job done themselves. So yeah, I've got I've got a draw one all. I I would like to see West Ham win because they're above Tottenham and if we can beat Tottenham and West Ham do what they need to do then West Ham will will I think put Tottenham into the conference, Europa Conference, whatever that is called. To be honest, I've got to be honest with you, I used to hate I didn't want to used to hate them. That's a that's a, a strong word. I didn't used to like West Ham, and I thought the owners were a bit of knobs, to be honest with you. But I've, I've got a soft spot for them now because it was West Ham that we played when our, our owner died in, in the helicopter crash. It was after that game. And West Ham's reaction really changed my feelings, even towards the owners, to be honest with you. And I actually, as a club, have a lot of respect for them now. And again, I like the fact that David Moyes has turned it round because he wasn't the most, you know, it was a bit like Steve Bruce at Newcastle. West Ham didn't want him back. The owners brought him in. He's he's done really well and I I am pleased for him. Um, And I'm going to go for a West Ham win on that one. I think West Ham will do it. Um, Southampton can be a bit up and down again, depending who who turns up for them uh, on the day. I just hope West Ham do it because I'd really like to see them them do well. I've got a lot of respect for them as a club, as, as a club now. So, um, Brad, let's stop with you. And um, this is the uh, Keen's been sat there waiting patiently for uh, for this one to come along, uh, but we'll, we'll keep him waiting a little bit longer. And uh, Brad Wolves hosting Man United, and we're looking there at twelfth, obviously versus second. Um, Man United, good season, didn't do well in the Champions League. They're in the Europa League final. They got knocked out of the FA Cup by an absolutely fantastic club. Can't think who it was, but I, I believe it was it was a fantastic club that knocked them out of the FA Cup. Eventual winners, I actually believe, but uh, I can't uh, I can't dig in the knife in any deeper. Brad, what are you going for with this one? Well, uh, I had this down as the big score of of the weekend, actually. I think Wolves have been dreadful all season. I've also come out in recent weeks and said that if this form for Wolves continues into next season, Nuno will be the first manager sacked. And I think this will be a damning result. I can see United running riot regardless of the side they put out. And I think it'll be a big 5-0 to Manchester United. I think this is an absolute royal kick-in. That's how confident I am that if Wolves are, continue Are, are we seeing hands going down from sort of one picture to another and, and like Keane handing you whatever he's drinking and smoking up to you, Brad? To come no, he's just handing me the fiver to put on his scoreline bet. Cheers, mate. I'm just going to put that 
put one away and, and put it on at the bottom next week. <laughs> you know, I'm going to check that one for you now as well. I'll check that one. For yeah, you now check as well. that one, Keen. <laughs> um, I, I don't know if Nuno Mel will be sat because I think he's done a good job at Wolves. I mean, it, it it doesn't you know match last season, obviously, but you know again they've 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 had a bad season. If you compare it to last season, they've they've got mid table security, so they're safe for another year. I think the Wolves fans love him. The the owners like him. I think if he did leave Wolves, I think it might be actually the fact that he'd be going to another club such as Spurs. Uh, I think even Arsenal would probably love to have him there. Um, but can you see anything other than a Man United win? I know this is hard for you as an Arsenal fan. Uh, I can't believe I have to say it, but yeah, it's it's clearly a Man United win, unfortunately. Um, they've already secured <laughs> the second place spot. Um, it pains me to say that as well. Um, but London will always be the color of my shirt, not uh, not the other kind of red um, on Manchester United, but it's a comfortable Manchester United win. And I think, you know, yeah. Bruno Fernandes is also going to get on that score sheet. He's been a phenomenal player and re doing really well for them. Along with Mason Greenwood, I can see him getting in goals. Um, but I think it's easy to say Man United have that comfortably. I'll go for a 3-1 Man United. TM, thanks uh, for popping. I will see you on Friday. Um, Keen, um, are you going to, uh, is, is Ollie going to put the second string out or the third string this time? Because the other week you hadn't got a first string, did you? <laughs> Look, I'll be honest, I'm, I'm shocked about everyone's confidence that we're going to go out and actually batter Wolves. Wolves are our, bo our bogey team for us since they've got promoted. When you actually look at United's like, record at Molyneux, it's, it's damning. Like, it's, there's been defeats and, and, and many draws there. Um, I think the last time we won there was in the FA Cup like last season. Like we haven't beaten them in the league there in quite some time. So I'm loving everyone's confidence. Just for Brad, um, 150 to one for a Man United oh. fight that we win at Molyneux. Oh. So no. that's that's a wild one. But for me, look for this game. Obviously, we have the Europa League in, in, in Gdansk on Wednesday night. So for me, I do not want to see Bruno, Bruno Fernandez play this game um, because again, he's our most important player. We need him fully fit and firing. We can't risk him for injury going into next week. Mason Greenwood, too, I think he needs to be put under wraps. For me, personally, I want to see the kids get a run. A lot of the kids, like the likes of Shola Shore, Thierry, Amit Diallo, um, the likes of them, get them out there, give Hannibal a game, give the likes of all them, because they've played fantastically well in their 23s this year. And they've all got call-ups to the first team in training in recent weeks. So for me, I think it's time. Give them a run out. Um, and let's see if they can maybe challenge the first team next year. And also give Donny van de Beek a game because the man doesn't get a start either, regularly either. So give Donny van de Beek a game, play Nemanja Matic, may even give Juan Mata a game because I think he's leaving in the summer. But in saying that, I think it'll be a draw. I think it'll be a score draw, but probably 1-1 because I think United will take the lead. But as always, as we've seen, every Man United game, United will concede from a set piece. Mm. Uh, West Ham have just scored again, by the way. Well, yeah. Well, well West, West Ham. Oh, does that does that like end Arsenal's Europa League, or does it go down to the final day? Does it go down to the final day still? West Ham need four points to guarantee it. So if they win yeah. this game, they need only a draw against Southampton to guarantee it. I think it pretty much does shut it's, Arsenal it's out. Already, it shuts Arsenal top six. Yeah, it shuts top six for Arsenal, but I think. 
Europa Conference is still a possibility, providing what happens in Everton and Spurs' game. Mm. It all depends who. I think it, it, the Champions League and the Europa League finals have a have a uh, effect on that as well. I mean, West Ham are on sixty two points now. Arsenal are on fifty eight. If it stays as it is uh, yeah. now, so you're four points behind them. So you can't you can't get up to six. But but this match. Um, the last match here, Wolves versus Man United. Do you know what? It's a, it's, a, it's a battle of the underperformers at the moment because, again, at the form, t- form table, I wasn't surprised to see Wolves in 14th, but I was really surprised to see Man United team down in 10th in the form table. And Ollie, he, he's the new tinker man, isn't he? Because you don't know, you know, he surprises you sometimes with his team selection. Um but you have got a Europa League. Personally, I think that is so important for Ollie wants that. Uh, I've mentioned to you before, you don't think he'll lose his job, whatever happens. Um, I think he's got to win the Europa League. Um, otherwise, I think the Man United board normally might get itchy fingers. They might they might be all right because of the ESL fiasco in what and, and Ollie being who Ollie is is keeping Once him. He gets top um, four. This is the thing with this though, the Glazers. Mm. He got top four. He's the Champions League money for next season. Ollie keeps his job by the virtue of default, regardless yeah. of what happens in that Europa League final. Like yeah. Louis Van Gaal literally like if you go back to 2016, he he was was playing poor football all season. But they didn't mm. sack him because they were, he was always in touch with the top four. Like he won the FA Cup and then we, we didn't finish fourth. We finished fifth on goal difference and yeah. he lost his job. So regardless of what happens on Wednesday, Ollie's still going to keep his job because he secured Champions League secured Champions League money mm. for the Glazers. I just feel, yeah, I, I it's, a, it's a very, very, very good point. And obviously, you, you know your team better than I do. I, I'm going to go for a draw because um, I think a lot of your guys' minds will be on the Europa League. I think you'll leave a top a couple of the big names out because he, he still wants to win that, obviously, and, and have that on his CV. Um, and if, what, you've got nothing to play for in the league. You know, oh, you, 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 you're second, whatever happens. Liverpool, yeah, oh, well. Um, wow. our, our season, our season is crumbling. But um, but no, is there anything there? Anything there, Brad? That we all agree on? Have we ever have we got four that we agree? Where we a, a game where all four of us agree? Interestingly enough, up until the Sheffield United Burnley game, the only agreed result on all four of us was Leicester versus Spurs. Everybody went for a home winning that one. Uh, and everybody that gave a score prediction to it uh, gave four goals in it uh, as well. Mm. That was interesting. The rest were all different. There was a lot of two people went for the same and two people went for yeah. the other result. Yeah, it's been quite an interesting one. It's Can I just say, guys, there's, there's no payment for this, so you didn't have to go for Leicester thinking you wouldn't get paid if you went against <laughs> Leicester. So, no, it's Spurs. Spurs would be Spursy. <laughs> We're going to be back straight after this, and we're going to have a, a quick question about uh, our seasons. Be straight back. You are watching and listening to Chris and Lester Till I Die TV on YouTube and your favorite podcasts. Uh, 
I hate StreamYard. I, I don't know whether these things are playing or not. Let's start with Keane. Um, your season as a Man United fan, and we'll keep this quickly now because um, I know we've been, we've been going on a while oh, here. Yeah, but... Yeah, West Ham have got another one. Um, yeah, so Keen, some Man United season up for us. It's better than you could have hoped for, really, isn't it? Yeah, look, at the start of the season, I predicted United to finish fourth in the league. Um, that was depending on if we got Sancho or not. We didn't get Sancho. So, um, for United to finish second, obviously, it's a progress on third place last season. Again, as I'd say, you look at kind of getting knocked out of the Champions League when we needed one point from the last two games. That was disappointing. However, Europa League final for all league chance at a trophy. I think that's that'd be a proper benchmark for some of the younger players in the squad to kind of develop a winning mentality because the semi-final losses in the last couple of years have stung. Um, but in mm. a nutshell, it, it, it's a progress on last season. Um, yep. Again, higher points tally, though we could be winning the trophy this time next week. We could be the Europa League champions of the world. So I think when you, when, when you look at it from that point of view um it's been a good season not a great season and um, so i think we could have done a lot more in the domestic cups um but what i will say is it's progress for ollie um massive game wednesday and i think when you look at the summer i think for manchester united it's massive that we get paul pogba signed down to a new contract bruno fernandez signed down to a new contract and we go out and buy a defensive midfielder because i think even if you're not a manchester united fan well, actually, if you're not a Manchester United fan, you probably want to see this. But if you're a Manchester United fan, you don't want to see Mac Fred in the midfield next season. Get a defensive midfielder in. Because that, that midfield partnership is just... It's been our downfall this season. Yeah. Keen, I'm going to have to, after the end of this, go and play that back. Because I think you 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 had a bit of a glazier moment there and said you would be Europa League champions of the world. Europa League champions of the world. That's, that's a, a saying United fans have. Um, it's the same United fans had we had in 2017 when we won the Europa League um, all the fan channels were saying like we're we're Europa League channels of the world it's kind of a it's a a tongue-in-cheek kind of statement like you know what I mean it's not like a massive massive achievement but it's just a little little team we have with the Europa League I was going to say I I thought I'd misheard it for a minute and nobody else reacted and I'm thinking like is this like you know because of course you have the World Series in baseball which is only the Americans play it you know so I thought it was one of those moments now I think I might have to put a tin take my hat off and put a tin hat on here and hide under the desk because I'm going to ask Melina about Arsenal's season and you know if you want Melina I can move on and leave that but uh, yeah it's um, a transitional season should we call it transitional to what though Steve I mean Chris where are we going to go um in terms of you know I'll be honest after 25 years we're out of uh European football, and to sum it up, I think we'll end up finishing in eighth or ninth if we're lucky. Um, even that's a big ask at this point. But next season, we go, you know, we'll go and hopefully improve our team, get rid of most of the deadwood, if not our whole squad at this point. And uh, the novice manager that we have, uh, hopefully we can get rid of him and hope for the best next season. I don't think we'll get into Europa League Conference at this point. Um, considering West Ham's result today, um, our European hopes are, you know, declining even further. But yeah. um, for us, it's all on that summer transfer window, to say the least. And 
hopefully we can get, you know, better players who actually perform on the pitch. You say you want Arteta to go. Who would you have in? Um, I've said this before on the stream. I know people wanted Brendan Rodgers, but there's no way Brendan Rodgers is leaving. My likes were to get uh, Simeone. Um, Simeone is a proven manager, experienced manager, but another manager I also wanted, you know, on the job at Arsenal was uh, Benitez. I don't think Benitez will come to Arsenal. And for us, realistically, I think it's already been announced that Arteta is going to be given another year to destroy our club. Strong words there, strong words. Brad, Leicester. Fantastic Liverpool season. have, Liverpool have won 3-0. It's week yeah. end of game week 37, technically, and it's the first time we've been out of the top four. We're down in fifth. Europa League guaranteed, FA Cup in the trophy cabinet, uh, top four all season up until now. It's not been a bad season, has it? I'd argue it's been one of the best seasons out there for the mm. Premier League. You know, people are saying David Moyes. I can see why he's done well with West Ham. You know, yeah. people have obviously, you know, pundit-wise have gone for David Moyes uh, and they've gone for Pep Guardiola just because, I guess, it's always seems to be the case when they're at the top. Uh, Manchester United have had a great season and I still would say that Leicester deserve a lot more credit and that might be me being selfish, but I think Brendan Rodgers deserves a lot more credit in, in when it when talks of great managers and success this season. There's not a Leicester fan out there that wouldn't have snapped your hand off in August for fifth and and an FA Cup. And at the end of the day, you know, we've actually had a great season, you know, yeah. in, in retrospect. It's nothing like last season if we finished fifth visit because we've just been a better club all round and it just shows the improvements. Um mm. I'm actually doing some of the stat checks at the moment. I'm just telling. Sorry, 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 sorry. I, I got Brad, 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 Brad. Well, no, I'm swearing at myself, Brad. but I'm actually. It's, it's, it's fun to give stats when I enjoy it. You're doing stats. You're doing stats. You hate stats. I know. I'm cursing myself, but there's some interesting ones down here. I'm not finished yet, so you, I, I will come to you at the tie. I can tell you. you could, uh, yeah. I mean, for me, for me, it's been an amazing season. Yes, I mean, champion in a way. And I said this last season, and I don't know whether you, you Keane and um, uh, Mel would agree with me here, but I think it will do Leicester good not to be in the Champions League um, because I know Keane's pulling the face there, but to me. It's kind of a little bit too soon. I mean, last time we were in the chat, I and mean, fans are, are fans, and all oh, last time we were in it, we got through to the quarterfinals, last English team in it. Blah, blah, blah. The draw for us last year was very good. I think with the squad we've got at the moment, and I'm possibly going to improve it, but there's not a lot of money around there for us to go out and buy, you know, a lot of big names. But I just think if we were to get something like a group of death, we, we could we could finish bottom, not even end up in the Europa League. So I think. Another season in the Europa League, add a couple more players into the squad. And Keane, I think next year we could possibly do better. So I'm actually happier. I'd say, I'm one of those. I'd sooner win the Europa League than not than be in the Champions League and, right and, and fall out. The squad's got more chance right now, just to add. Sorry, Keane. 
Yeah. But do you know what? I, I think Leicester have, an, have a lot to compete in the Champions League. If I be brutally honest about this, Leicester, if you're looking at the, the squads man for man in the Premier League, Leicester City have a very good midfield. They have a very good strike partnership and they have a top-class defence and a very good goalkeeper. I'll, I'll say, actually, do I, I'll rephrase that. A world-class goalkeeper. The only problem, like, if Le- what Leicester would have is squad depth going into the Champions League. But the thing about this is, if you're going into Europa League, that's that's worse because you have Thursday, Sunday, and you have to compete with that all season. Whereas the Champions League, you don't have that. Do you know what I mean? The Champions League is, is easier yeah. for you. Like, again, and the way I see it is, if Chelsea can compete in the Champions League this year and they're in the Champions League final, and Leicester have been competing with Chelsea this season for the vast majority of it, and Liverpool have been competing, competing in Champions League and United have been in it, when you look at Leicester's first 11 to maybe even 14 players... They're very, very good players. They can compete in the Champions League. Like you look at teams such as like Manchester Gladbach and stuff like that getting to knockout stages. Leicester would beat them on their day. They would beat a Leverkusen. They would beat an Atalanta, these teams. Mm. I'm telling you, no, they would. Because if they're competitive in the Premier League with the best teams in the Premier League, they would be competitive with the likes of them teams. They would make the knockout stages. Like you look at it as well. If Leicester do qualify, they, and the fact they've been in Europe the last couple of years, they won't be in like pot four or, or, or something like that. They would be a pot three team. So they would probably get a champion of a, a division and maybe, you know, a Dortmund or like a Leverkusen or whoever that may be or Atalanta or someone like that. But Leicester have enough to compete in the Champions League. Most definitely. If, if Manchester United could do it, I know we got knocked out by Leipzig and PSG. That was a very, yeah. very tough group. But if, like, if the likes of United could do it, likes of Chelsea, even Spurs when they're in the Champions League, no, I need to say this. Leicester have a better squad than Spurs, bar the exception of Harry Kane and Son, right? Mm-hmm. You go man for man. Leicester have a way better squad than Spurs. Going on, I'm going to say that on record now. I might get slaughtered for it, but I strongly, strongly believe that. They have but enough now, to beat Champions League. Yeah, but Mel, I know, I thank you, and, and the check's in the post, Keane. <laughs> but Mel, to me, we're, we're not... I know, I know Brad might argue with me, but... Taking the bigger picture out, uh, sorry, looking at the bigger picture, I should say, I can see, um, sorry, Mel, I've just seen what you've written to Brookline. It, Brookline said here, uh, you, you saw ruined really English football's it. reputation for hooligans yeah. fighting each other. And I had to read it a couple of times to work out what he meant that we were all getting on. Uh, hey, yeah. there's time yet, Brookline, there's time yet. I, I just think, if we're looking at the bigger picture, um, Mel, that... Where Leicester are isn't necessarily where Chelsea are. You know, Chelsea uh, uh, can spend more than us. You know, Man City can spend more than us. United can spend more than us. And, you know, we're going to be competing on four fronts next year. Europa League, we're not going to have a game early on. They've said, they've come out and said that anybody in the Europa League and the conference and all that will have the later games, you know, at that weekend. We're competing on four fronts. Uh, we struggled this year with, with, with our squad depth. Um, we've got a lot of young, good youngsters coming through. We won't, I don't think we, I don't think we can afford to buy a lot of, of players, but it is that old phrase running before you can walk for me. And I know it was lovely what Keen said about us, but um, if it was, don't get me wrong. If it was champions league, I'd, I'd, I'd uh, jump up and down and wave my knickers in the air, as they say. But if it's Europa League, I'm not overly disappointed. 
Um, no. Well, what I wanted to say was, um, you know, I think I've came on here on the show and said it before is, you know, you guys have owners compared to, you know, my club and the way our reputation has been this season alone has been awful. But for mm. ever since 2011, understand Kroenke, you know, compared to your owners and you have a manager who actually cares about the fans and um, takes accountability for players, you know, when you have a bad game, it's happened. It's happened, you know, um, but you guys winning that FA Cup gave you guys a lot of hope and a lot of more ambition and enthusiasm to go into next season full front and sort of fighting um, for top four or even uh, Champions League, you know, eventually. But for us, it's, you know, we've fallen backwards and this has been the worst we've been in a very long time. And uh, we don't know, you know, what kind of rebuilding we're going to do. So that's another thing to keep in mind. Yeah, Brad, you, I know you're going to disagree with me quite quite rightly as well. And I think, you know, you would want us to be in the Champions League, whatever. Um, what were the stats you were you were looking at? I, I'm just yeah, sat here. I'm but- sat down. You doing stats, I'll tell you. Yeah, I know. A miracle does happen. I didn't do live up to my uh, name, namesake Jesus sometimes. But yeah, it's quite <laughs> interesting. Uh, you know, obviously, how I've gone about keeping predictions on it. And I won't run through everybody's predictions again because I've got, I've got them written down. But some interesting facts. Um, the average uh, that came out on top for us all to predict was home wins throughout it. Not, not a single score mm. beat that. Uh, in terms of fencers... Uh, it is Keen and Chris. You both have gone for five draws at the weekend. In fact, Chris, you haven't gone for a single away win. You believe it's either going to be a home win or a draw. Mel is do or die, apart from the one game we agreed on with the draw. She has six home wins and three away wins. Keen finished it with five, matching Chris for the draws, but he actually went with two away wins and three home results. And I missed the middle ground. I've got three draws, three away wins, and four home wins. So it's going to be interesting. It's um, it's one to see that I I, I kind of like this sort of stuff to work out. It's the only acceptable stats possession I don't care for, but this sort of thing is why I'm here doing it. So yeah, it's interesting to see that you know as expected. I think crowds are playing yeah. a part in people's predictions for this week because of what it means to a lot of clubs. Yeah. So it's interesting to see that. It, Chris didn't go for any away win and yeah. home and draws are the favourable results. Can I just say, I, 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 this is a very out-of-body experience for me here. We had, you know, Kane's, you know, 50-1, goal fest uh, <laughs> at, uh, at Sheffield United. Uh, Brad go for the 5-0 and, uh, and doing stats. Mel, you're the only sensible one with me. Look, guys, we've been going on for uh, an hour and a quarter now, so I'm going to let Kane and Mel go. Thank you so much for joining. I hope you've enjoyed it, guys. Yeah, it was really fun. Thanks, Thanks so, so much, much for the opportunity to join you guys on the show again. I'll, I'll message you both later and have a chat with you about it, but thanks so much. Uh, Kane. I've got to say good luck in the Europa League. Thanks very much, Chris. I, I think we'll need it with the current run of form we're on, but look, hopefully we can get the win, and look, hopefully I don't get too drunk Wednesday. <laughs> bring it bring it back to England, mate. Bring it back to England. <laughs> Take care, mate. Thanks for coming on. No problem, guys. Have a good one. See you later. Cheers. Thanks a lot. Mel, I don't know what to say good luck to you for. Um good good luck with life, I suppose, is all I can it's all I can say. Um 
<laughs> Sorry. Hey, thank you so you, much you... for having me on the show. I had a lot of fun. Um, and I look oh, it's forward been, to it's doing it. great having you on. Thank you very much. Take care, Well, yeah. If, it, if uh, we look at it, we can okay, we say yeah, yeah. look at doing it next season, and may, maybe we could even predict an Arsenal win next season. Who knows? Hopefully, fingers crossed. <laughs> 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 Mel, thanks yeah. very much. I'll speak to you later, no doubt. Take care. Thanks so Take much care. for coming on. Take care. Bye bye. Thank you. Bye bye. Brad. So I yeah. this team. You never, you never really answered my question. In 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 fairness, which was the well, um, um, I, I the Champions League you, Europa League thing. Shockingly enough, I kind of agree with you. I would love Champions League football, of course. Who, right. what fan wouldn't? Unless the fans yeah. aren't saying, "Oh no, we don't want Champions League football." But I think the way the club progressed, it would it would be similar in the sense that I, I do agree with Keane on our day we can beat these teams like the Atlantis and the Munch and Godblacks and Leverkusen's I, I fully back my team to go um, and and get out of a knockout group if the, if the draw is kind enough to us and who wouldn't enjoy it either way but Europa League for me is one of them where I see it yeah as a competition where mm. okay it had a bit more expectancy there was a bit more expectancy on this year's one. If, if you were to ask less of the fans for a blocked on the record, so to speak, it'd be yeah. going out in, an, in the first knockout stages of Europa League to Slavia Prague. Mm. So if we were in that competition again, you'd like to go a lot further. And, and, and in terms of winning it and developing a, a plus on, on this season, mm-hmm. you know, Europa League is, is definitely the competition Leicester fans would feel more confident about. But I'm sure, like we've both said, mate, we take either the Champions League is yeah, a bonus. Of course. of course you would. I, I just think, you know, if we say, could we win the Champions League and we mm. take the blue-tinted spectacles off, the answer is probably no. Yeah, exactly. If we say, could we win the Europa League, I think there's a chance. Well, and of course, yeah, you know, it all depends, and I don't know whether if you if you don't, you know, do do people that don't do well in the Europa League this season go down into the Europa Conference, like the Champions League come down into I, the Europa League? I don't, like I said, I don't know I either. You. I you know, but you. Uh, I don't think but, we would for the first tournament attempt because this is this is brand new to the the, the yeah. season with. Yeah, um, yeah. And you're right with the Europa League because let's face it, if we'd have beat pra- Slavia Prague. We'd have fancied our chances against Arsenal. We'd have fancied our chances against Villarreal. And with the history of our FA Cup and two league games, we'd fancied our chances against United, wouldn't we? So yes, there was no yeah. reason to say that, you know what? And, and even if even if we got Champions League, I'd still be happy with a third-place finish in the Champions League. If it knocks us into Europa yeah. League, that wouldn't be a disappointment. I'd see that as a success in, in its own way because you, you could get Real Madrid and, and someone else that's really difficult. Couldn't you in a Champions League yeah. by finishing fourth? So, yeah. either way, we'll enjoy it. Man. That's amazing. Liverpool's Andy Robertson has said, um, We have hit form at the right time. Sunday is a final, effectively, for us, Leicester and Chelsea. And he summed it up. Yeah, Brad, yeah Brad, thank you very much, mate. Um, I will see you on Sunday night. Yes, hopefully we're cheering the big four 0 win that I've predicted and everybody else has gone for. I'm happy that that was the what that was the first one, mate. That everybody agreed on. Yes, that was the first game, and I thought it was going to be the. Only I had to be. I had to be dragged screaming into the home win, but I, I couldn't just couldn't go against no, my I team. Didn't say anything to influence you, Chris. You weren't very <laughs> 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 Come on, I mean, uh-huh. what? 
<laughs> thanks a lot brad and uh we'll see you for the, the big show the last one of the the uh the season the post-match show after tottenham at um i've go 6 30 i've got here I, silly time four o'clock kickoffs again brad take care mate and i'll speak to you soon yeah no worries take care mate take cheers care. cheers so, guys, thanks a lot. It's a bit, a bit different, this show. Uh, nice to get other fans on, like you say, that we're not fighting. We leave the fighting to the players these days, don't we? <laughs> did I say that? Oh, indeed I did. Um, so, great, great thanks to to, to Mel. Thanks to Keen. Uh, we mentioned their, their, their sites at the start. Uh, Keen, if you follow him, uh, Man United fan, but they also do a lot of non-Man United stuff and general football stuff. Uh, the weekly armchair kickoff on YouTube. Mel, again, she's great. She's an Arsenal fan, but she covers everything. Uh, her, her site is Miss Molina. And if you go onto the YouTube uh, page or, or under this, look down further down on the in in in, uh, in the video, you'll see the links there that you uh, can go straight to it. Friday, we're back. Friday, we've got a lot going on. Uh, the post, uh, sorry, Friday. Thursday, I'm back tomorrow, 7 o'clock. We'll be speaking to Tommy from the uh, opposition show, Spurs Zone TV. That's 7 o'clock tomorrow. That should be a crack. Friday at 4, um, if you go to S. Fat Feetley, I think it is, S. F. Freddy, E-A-T-L-E-Y TV. He's doing, a, he's doing a history of Leicester City, and um, it's for child liver disease. His channel is totally for child liver disease. So it, it's, a, it's a good show uh, and it's a, a good cause as well. Um, Saturday, 7 o'clock, Saturday night is all right for fighting. But it's also all right for me and Craig to get together and do the preview show. Um, we're getting nervous then. And on Sunday, 2.50, the pre-match show will be announcing the team that Brendan's gone for. And 6.30, the post-match show. And as you can see there, we're going to have some prizes, a little prize package to give away. It is, unfortunately, only available to fans in the UK. Uh, so if, you, if you're further outside the UK, unfortunately, we can't give you... Um, of you these but and i can do i can see myself behind there that's cool you've got a towel there or when you're smiling towel which is uh is up behind me here and you get a little carry pouch as well uh, um a signed minding my own football business book from barry pierpoint about leicester city in the 90s going from um the uh private to public ownership uh a4 uh there isn't a frame on it but an a4 picture there uh showing yuri tillerman's goal in the uh fa cup final that's from the iconic sporting moments and that same goal featured on a t-shirt there size small to medium uh, to, to 3xl uh which just about fits me the 3xl uh from art of football and what if a great book i've just got that um from matthew mann and it's on alternative history of leicester city football club it's great it looks what happens had we not won the league had we not you know had we gone down rather than stay up had we won the cup all those years ago uh, it, it's just a it's just a bit of fun it's just a bit of fun uh so that's going to be in the last show as i say great show uh to end the series on uh or end, end the season on i should say on on saturday on sunday sorry at 6 30 i don't know whether i'm coming or going whether it's saturday or sunday if it's thursday it must be belgium tomorrow that's all i can say guys thanks so much for watching uh bit of fun bit different hope you enjoyed it I'll see you tomorrow night at 7 o'clock. Good night Hello, now. Matt Elliott here. Be sure to watch Leicester Till I Die TV on YouTube and follow all their social media platforms.
for all the latest updates and news on Leicester City Football Club. Thanks for watching Leicester Till I Die. This is Chris saying goodbye and see you next time. Some people are on the pitch, they think it's all over. It is now. Podcast Network. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around. You've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Ultimate delivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? A participating restaurants 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.